find who your audience is and find out how to crush in that industry. You know, like I said, if it's barbecue, figure out how every barbecue restaurant should know your name. They should all come to you for menus. They should all come to you for branding. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you, if you do that, this would become a career faster than you ever believe. excited to have Anderson Blue from Blue Dreams, epic illustrator on the Passion Man Art Show. Anderson, mm-hmm. welcome, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate uh, for it. For sure. And a fellow Caribbean brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Trinity to the bone, man. Trinity to the bone. Uh, uh, like my neighbor, um, he literally just put out a Trinity the Trinidad and Tobago flag. And I'm like, bro, you're not even Trinidad. You're not even. That's the first tall tale sign. Yep. He's literally like, um, he's Hispanic and American. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'll I'll take any support we can get. So (laughs) I'll take any support we can get. Yeah, man. Let's jump right into it. How did Anderson's creative journey start? Whew, that's a good question. Um, pretty much for me being a graphic designer, it definitely started out in college. Um, always was into drawing as a kid. Never took it seriously because, you know, back when I was in middle school, high school, just the thought of becoming an artist as a career was almost guaranteeing that you're going to be homeless or you're <laughs> going to be able to, you know, afford a house, take care of kids or anything like that. So, like I said, I was into drawing, but I just did it here and there for friends and stuff like that. Um, Back when I was in college is when I decided to just try it out, just to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Treat it as a business. And that was because I was trying to go at the angle of starting a clothing brand rather than just draw and put the paint, like, you know, paint on canvases and trying to like sell it to whoever, you know, whoever wants it, you know, rather than go the Picasso angle. Okay, okay. You're going the product angle. Yes, yes. I mean, back when I was doing it, it was like the t-shirt bubble. So that's when, you know, we saw the Johnny Cupcakes, the hundreds, the brands like that. That's when it looked like, hey, this could be a lucrative business as an artist. It's crazy. And we were like literally in the same world mm-hmm. and probably ran across each other's stuff and don't even know it. Yep. Well, <laughs> back then, there's my artwork looks totally different than when I looked at when I first started. So there was no way you would have known. But, um, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's crazy how we were definitely, we're in the same bubble, but we probably just, you know, missed each other. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, you know I mean? That, for me, in that time, the biggest devastation was when MTs closed the doors. Yeah. When, uh, yeah. <clears throat> was it, what's the brand that runs them again? Same brand that runs um, Big Cartel. Jeez, I can't remember. Because, you know, it's the same, yeah, same company, same dudes that run Big Cartel, the uh, I, e-commerce. I I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that they got bought out, they bought out MTs. Wow. They, they, just, they no were problem. the same people that, that ran um, MTs. 
I think it's called Creative Something Labs. You know what? That makes sense because um, when the site was out, they were always looking for people to kind of help on the technical angle, like yeah, with, like yeah, the back, yeah, 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 like yeah. like with the coding and stuff like that. I never made the connection. So now that you say that, now yeah, it makes yeah, yeah. a little bit more sense because they're always trying to get people in. And by the way, for the people that listen to this, MTs was a website where it was a it was a forum where people who are trying to start a clothing brand, you can go on there and you could just, you know, show your product or get tips or advice or look for graphic designs and stuff like that. This was before Instagram. This is before yeah. like when social media was just it's figuring so itself out. I think Reddit was around, but they didn't have like an artistic community like they have now. So honestly, there are so many people that had clothing brands that like popped off on MTs and especially as a brand now. And one of those people, I think Johnny Cupcakes was on that site, right? Yeah, he was. He would chime in from time to time. He would come in on that site. Um, it was a few people. Even, um, mm-hmm. I think, um, whatchamacallit, I can't remember the Asian dude, the other partner for the hundreds. I can't remember his name. Oh, um, Bobby. Bobby hundreds, yeah. He would pop in from time to time on their Ugg mug. Got started yep. on um, MTs. Like, you could go down the line. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of people <laughs> uh, that Miles definitely go, popped off. Greg Turner, yep. Like. <laughs> that was another That was another staple. That was another uh, MT success story. Miles ago was definitely yeah. one of them. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to him. That's crazy, though. But, yeah, man, um, Forum got shut down, and um, you kind of had to kind of scurry. But one of the things I liked was cool about that that platform was like it wasn't your usual forum where it was mm-hmm. it was it was a little bit more user friendly than all the other forums that was out. Really, you, you consider that site user friendly? I mean, as for that time, it was as user okay. friendly as, as it was going to get, bro. There was no. Oh, more. really? You think so? What was better? So, as far as a t-shirt platform, okay, forum. Oh. Got you. So yeah. you mean navigating the site? Yeah. It was easy to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, because there was definitely some bullying going on in that site. <laughs> oh, I was no, like, no, really? No, 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 no. Now, if yeah, you, it was, you, <laughs> was not for the faith of hearts. I tell oh, you that no. much. <laughs> no, 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 no. In fact, funny story. I remember, uh, I can't remember the, the person or the brand's name or whatever, but this is when I was first posting my stuff. And somebody straight up told me, like, yo, this might not be for you. Like, you might want to stop doing graphic design. And I remember I was so angry. I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this. And I saved it and I put it in a folder and I said, I'm going to look back at a few years and I'm going to prove this person wrong. Now, I'm older. I'm not as angry. So it's not a big deal. But now that I think about it, I'm just happy to say that I'm happy that I stuck to it. I just leave it at that. Yeah, 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 man, yeah. If, and if you want to ever pull it out, you can go find them real quick. See what they up to. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, that was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that time. I learned a lot, even though like mine wasn't necessarily one of the success stories. I learned a lot about just product selling and just kind of navigating the avenue. Which about you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I just learned how to become a better graphic designer and trying to figure out what people into what they weren't into. And it just helped me to have a better realistic view on what it took to have a clothing brand and how to build a brand and do it, you know, online and stuff like that. It is one thing that I do like about the site was, especially for today, it helped you to like understand how to use the internet for a business. You know what I mean? Because like a lot of the stuff I'm seeing now 
to me is like, oh, this is old. I, yes. I'm, I'm watching things so repeat. True. So, so true. like I'm talking to people about, which is a hot topic, TikTok. And people are telling me, oh, there's kids on there. People are dancing, this, that, and the third. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, this is what people said about Snapchat when it first came out. This is what people said about Instagram when it first came out. And the people that decided to try these new things and stick to it and pop off on it, I'm, you're looking at like the King Batches and the mm-hmm. Jake Pauls and all yeah, those yeah. other people that took advantage of it. But what happened later, like the next two, three years, when people started getting into it, it was too late. Exactly. So pretty much what I'm saying is from being on that site, it just learned, it just taught me to see the patterns and how to really approach these things as a business. I love that. I love that. All right. So it sounds like, you know what I mean? This has been a lot of gravy, but what would you say was the hardest thing that you had to overcome through this process? Personal, business, don't matter. Um, business. The art of business is tough because um, I, I don't know if this happens to everybody else or for you, but in the beginning, for some reason, I just thought it was like, if you're good, it's going to work. So if you're the best artist in the world, that's it. You're going to make it. And very, very quickly, I learned that that's not the case. Um, like you only need to be good and the rest is marketing. Like in the beginning, I didn't take social media serious and anything like that. Now I really, really do. Because like I said, if you're able to um, be good at this craft and be able to market it in a really good way, then you know, you'll know you be ahead of the curve. And I'll give you an example. So I was reading a um, snowboarding book for a pop-up shop I wanted to do. I wanted to do like a pop-up shop based on a mm. ski resort. Gotcha. And this uh, Olympian, this woman Olympian snowboarder was talking about how frustrated she was because she wasn't getting the opportunity. She's like, I'm the best in the world. But these mm. amateur kids with their Instagram are getting all these marketing <laughs> opportunities. Like, why is that? And that's when it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it doesn't matter if you have a medal or not. As long as you're good, you could, like, you know, really sell yourself. You're going to be OK. So the hardest part was definitely like learning the business part, still navigating it now about contracts and stuff like that and just trying to figure out how to grow as an art business because I don't know about you, but I haven't seen a blueprint to this. It's a lot of people <laughs> saying they kind of fumbled their way through it. You know what I mean? And um, and that's definitely the hardest part, you know? That's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I feel like understanding that you need to learn marketing it's um, vital, yep. and I feel like a lot of people, because we all know tons of talented artists, mm-hmm. but we know some that are like struggling, and we know some that are winning. And most mm-hmm. of the times, it's the ones that that know marketing that are winning. Yeah, like if you just look at the best brands, and I'll use Nike because you know I like sneakers, but like. At the end of the day, they sell design, right? Like that's the thing people go crazy over. They say, oh, those crazy new whatever, Jordans or whatever. But so, but the designers get paid the most. You know what I mean? They pay the athlete because you don't because they know the athlete can help market their brand. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the way that I see it, so if I'm as a, like I already have the talent, right? So if you're already if you're already good and you focus on the marketing like you are a big company then you're going to be better than they are because you should get more respect because you're the actual person that's actually doing it. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's how I think about it moving forward. That's how I thought about it for the last few years is, okay, I'm doing this. I just got to sell the story of how I'm doing it. 
So how, what's some tips to, to, to start learning or, or some tips to sell your story better? Um, I think there's books you could pick up. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, right now I'm having podcast brain, trying to think of the top of my head. Um, Seth Godin's a very good person to look into. Definitely look up his books. Um, definitely pick up some books about storytelling. Um, I, I think as long as you sell who you are and tell people um, why you're creating the designs that you create. So perfect example, a, a big thing is uh, some people say, not everybody is, I don't talk about my art. My art speaks for itself. Mm. You know, we need to get rid of that. Like I read one book that was talking about how they put two paintings right next to each other, right? One was painting A, one was painting B. One said sunset. The other one said, this is a sunset um, that I used to see when I was a kid, when I was at the beach with my family in Virginia Beach during the summers. People went to the one with the story because they got it and they could connect with it. You know what I mean? So if we just really approach it from a human aspect of saying like, why would I want to spend money on this and put this in my house and think of like, think, you know, for the customer, you will be shocked on how things would really, you know, really change or people really start following your stuff. But like I said, definitely look into books about storytelling. Seth Golden's the first one that comes off to my, on the top of my mind. And I, I think you will see a grave, I mean, a big improvement on what you're doing. Love that. Love that. So who is in Anderson's support system? Who are those people that kind of keep you going, give oh my you the, um, the, the, the power when you need it? Definitely my family. My family, my family, my family is definitely, uh, it's weird. I, I don't know if you had this, like I had it, but like, um, were you born here? Nah. Oh, you definitely had it. There's no way. So, <laughs> so like my parents came from Trinidad, they came here. So the whole thing is like, my kids need to do well. So when I told them I was doing art, they almost lost their mind. Not a good, not in a good way. And, uh, you should not do that because it's not, it's not a guaranteed thing. Mm. So um, as soon as my family started to see that it was working out, you know, they really, really support everything that I, you know, that uh, that I do, even from the very, very beginning. Like even though they were on the fence, like, hey, we'd rather you not, but like we're gonna buy your clothes, buy your shirts, and stuff like that. So the family's definitely, definitely big. Um, my my soon-to-be wife, you know, ever since she walked into my life, that was like the changing point, you know. Mm. Um, she really, really, uh, showed me that, Hey, you know, even from the beginning, like we, like we first met and, uh, I had like a sneaker show or whatever that nobody showed up to. And she was just like, Oh, I'll come and I'll be there. I'm like, sure. But you know, we just met two weeks ago, but sure. You can come on down if you want. <laughs> and, um, she just supports me, comes to all my shows. Um, even when I was kind of playing with the idea of doing like the Anderson blue tour, she came out to all the dates. She's behind the booth, helping me sell shirts. I mean, not shirts, prints and stuff like that. So it's, it's definitely the family that's really helped to, you know, make this happen. And my sister is also, uh, she's a, a really, really good writer and she does marketing. So now she's joining the team. So I love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, folks. Either get someone who knows copy. Or yes. <laughs> learn copy. Copy will transform your life, your brand. I'm a terrible writer. She's like really, really, really good at writing. So she yeah. beats me up all the time. Like you can't post and <laughs> make these mistakes. Like this is, come on, you can't, this is crazy. Oh gosh, you got to tell us the rite of passage. Every artist <laughs> posts. Oh. 
I, I try to explain to them, like, they're not coming here for the grammar lesson. <laughs> they're here to see something that, that looks nice. I get it. Dude, you know? It's crazy. I have so much stuff out there. The next talk I do, I'm going to, like, just show, like, a whole bunch of stuff out there. Some typos all over the yep. place. <laughs> all right, dude. So what are some of the ways that you generate revenue? Um, I do it a few ways. Um, so, okay, so for the Anderson Blue Umbrella... Um, so I look at Anderson Blue like a tree and have like different branches. So the artwork, the limited edition artwork is probably my foundation. That's the thing that I do every month. I, I, I at least drop a new art print and that's just, you know, I do the artwork once and then I do a limited print edition. So let's say, um, I do, uh, a hundred Michael Jordan designs or whatever. Right. So that's just like my foundation. Another thing is I do is I do um, freelance work. So that's when I work for like the the MBAs, the Foot Lockers, and they'll be, they'll hire me as like a hired gun. I'll design for them, and uh, that's good also because it doesn't come up a lot. But when it does come, it's a good source of income. Um, another thing that I have for um, passive income is if I'm like talking to people or um, you know educating or stuff like that. That's another way and. Um, that's about it. I, I know I'm forgetting one or two, but that's pretty much like the main source of what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's always, uh, you know, that's like one of the main things about like what I do is just kind of trying to f- dissect the different mm-hmm. streams that mm-hmm. uh, people have and, mm-hmm. you know, people don't help them set mm-hmm. that up because there's so much opportunities out there, you know, with yeah. your art, with your skill, I- you know what I mean? I think if you're in, so just by default, if you're an artist and like um, you really, let's say you really work at like the social media game, you have a good following. There's no reason why you shouldn't try to partner with somebody for markers or something to try to put some money in your pocket. You know, like there, there's no, you shouldn't have any shame in doing that because you work hard at what you did and um, it's very, very difficult. So if a company wants to pay you, if it's Michaels or whatever to showcase, do it because all those payments you can put into the bank and it's a less chance of derailing what you're doing. Another thing I'm focusing on is uh, um, like Twitch and YouTube and trying to get to that monetization level. So when I put out videos trying to educate people what I do, um, you know, maybe I'll make some money in the ad revenue. Who knows? I love that. Love that. Always trying to diversify. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's jump into some fun questions. What is that thing that Anderson can't live without that's not his phone. That's so tough. Because if we're talking work, so I'll break it down two ways. So if we're talking personal, um, it would have to be like some type of video game system. Like mm. when everything is like quiet, I want to do something. It's either like a PlayStation or a Nintendo Switch. I'm big into fighting games, so you know, I like playing my Street Fighter, my my Super Smash Brothers and stuff like that. So definitely, I guess I would need a TV too. Um, but if we're talking about work, you know, definitely my iMac because I'm so I work so heavy on the computer. I just can't imagine, you know, trying to do all this by hand. I feel like that'd be like punishment. So definitely <laughs> computer. I definitely need my computer. Definitely, definitely need that, you know. I love that. I love that. All right. So I know you mentioned um, Seth Golden. Um, any book recommendations come um, top two? Yeah. Um, Steal Like an Artist is a really, really good one. Um, I think Seth Golden has a few. One, one is Lynchpin. 
This is Marketing's one I just got. I heard it on an audio book. That's a really good one that I like. Gary V, his new book, I can't remember the name, but his newest book is really, really good. Um, it's funny. His book told me about TikTok way before what's going on now. And I dragged my feet. And last year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on TikTok. And I'm so happy I did because it's actually becoming like, you know, that big platform. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he has a new book where he talks about how to approach these social medias and how to treat it like a business. Um, there's another dude named uh, Grant Cardone I like. Uh, the last yeah. book I heard from him is um, 10X, which is really, really good. It just 10X talks group. about, yep, really 10Xing, um, you know, any anything that you do. Really, you know, putting 10 times the energy into it. It could be food, you know, business, art. So those are some things to check out, some of the stuff I like. Like those, like those. We read a couple of those too. All right. So, what's the first hour of Anderson's day like? Ooh. Especially this is a COVID, the COVID version. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so it's funny because like as soon as COVID happened, um, for those who don't know, um, I'm also I'm an artist, but I also have a, a tax business. I'm a tax accountant, so I do taxes during the tax season. So when COVID happened, I had to shut my office down and had to keep it closed for, for three months, which is not the ideal situation. But as soon as I came home, I said, you know what? I haven't had a chance to really focus on the art. I'm going to create as much art as possible until I can get out of this house. So um, that's what I did. The first hours literally me waking up, making coffee, kind of making a game plan for my day and then just moving forward. I usually try to figure out what I'm going to do for social media for the day. So I can kind of get my head in that space. Like, what am I going to put out there? Am I going to do a tutorial or whatever? And then I just, you know, push that way. It's been different with COVID because I was definitely supposed to be on the road this year. Supposed to be doing the Anderson Blue Tour, World Tour Part 2. I was supposed to kick off in Singapore, which I was very excited about. So, um, but now that's not a thing. Um, And I know we're going to be home for a while. I'm really focusing on how to really focusing on my online presence with the like i said the twitch and all the other platforms and if you're an artist you should 110 percent pick one of these apps or one of these um these social media platforms and just try to figure out how to build why not we're already home so love that love that all right so what's next what's next happy you asked that <laughs> um Next month, as long as there's no COVID delays, I have a very, very big collaboration coming out. Um, if you guys, if you heard of my, about my G.I. Joe last year, I did a collab with um, G.I. Joe and Asics for Foot Locker. Um, I personally have my own, my first two sneakers based off of um, the two ninjas, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. And it was a big capsule collection that that I designed uh, by myself. Um, but um this next month, I have a really, it's a, it's a big project. I wish I could talk about it. Um, we're about a few weeks away, but please, please, please tune in. I promise you it's 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 a big one. I'm very excited about it, and uh, I think people are going to enjoy it. I love that. Sweet, sweet. All right, so what advice would you have for any creatives out there? Yeah. Um, embrace the business part of art. Embrace it. Embrace it. It's okay. Even if you're okay at it or you're not good you'll be better than where you where you are now i promise you that so um definitely embrace the business please please find your niche find your audience don't design for everybody i'm telling you it will change your life 
So focus on the business, find who your audience is and find out how to crush in that industry. You know, like I said, if it's barbecue, figure out how every barbecue restaurant should know your name. They should all come to you for menus. They should all come to you for branding. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you, if you do that, this would become a career faster than you ever believe. And, you know, since since art is so hard and for the people on the fence trying to figure out if they want to do it as a business, you know, if you want to do it as a business, you have to treat it like a business or it's going to be a miserable experience because it's so difficult. So if you're not into, you know, if you're not into business and but you want to do art, maybe hire somebody that'll do it for you or just treat it as a hobby. Just do it whenever you have a chance. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, people like art regardless. I, I just don't want my fellow artists to beat themselves up because um, things don't happen right away. And I was definitely one of those people. So that's why, you know, I bring it up. Love that. Yeah, folks, prepare for the long game. It's very much that. (laughs) Dude, this has been awesome. It's great to have you on. But before we go, let me know how people can find you, learn more about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, BlueDreams.com. That's B-L-U-U Dreams.com. That's my website. You can find all my artwork. Um, I drop artwork once a month. Everything's limited edition. You can find me on social media, um, Anderson underscore blue for majority of it. Um, TikTok is Anderson blue, one word. And it's B-L-U-U. Dude, this has been great, man. I was glad to have you on. You too, man. Thank you so much, man. One question. I have to ask you one question before we get off. And I know for a fact I'm going to be the only person to ask you this question on your interview, on your podcast series. What is your favorite Caribbean food? That's a tough one. Oh, I know. Uh, all right. So the go-to, the go-to is um, oxtail and rice and peas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the go-to. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oxtail gravy. <Yeah. laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, that's the go-to. That's the go-to. If you don't, I mean, and 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 for those who are listening, listen, man. A Caribbean-made oxtail is different. Please, I will just want to let you know, it is different from going to anywhere else and getting oxtail. It's a completely different type of seasoning, different taste. So if you have oxtail from just from random Joe Schmo and you didn't like it, you have not tried Caribbean oxtail. Absolutely. I'm actually shocked you didn't say jerk chicken because I went to Jamaica once and... <laughs> The jerk chicken like hut was by for. <laughs> I couldn't believe how good it was. I, dude, that's you know. I mean, I do like jerk chicken, but I'm not even going front, man. Oxtail is the gem. But jerk chicken is a uh, and it's it, one of the most hard hardest things to make. Jerk chicken to get really? the right taste. It's super hard. Like if, when you like this is not and people think like jerk chicken and beef patty. Those two things. Mm-hmm. Those are not things that people are just making in their house on a regular basis. Oh, no. no, no, no. Uh, you go to the little jerk shop, the little jerk spot, the dude that got his pan outside. Yep. You got you go to that and you go to the patty spot to get. People don't yep. make patties. It. So don't ask any more people from Caribbean, the Caribbean if they could make you a beef patty because no one really makes that at the house. <laughs> no one makes that at the crib. Dude, I've, I've been asked that so many times. I'm like, no one makes Real that at the crib. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Yeah, if the man isn't sweating behind the grill making jerk chicken, it's probably not going to be good. Yeah, man. Jerk chicken is off the chain. But yeah, oxtail. I'm definitely an oxtail dude. Yeah, man. Awesome. Dude, um, 
this is just the beginning, man. I hope we could keep in touch and uh, yeah, man, see where it go from there. But man, it's great to meet you. You too, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope it's been super valuable to you and you're now ready to take your audience building, your community growing to the next level to help you and help me build our empire, for lack of a better word, or just to build our thing. Um, Remember to stop by iTunes, Passion Behind the Art, and leave a review and subscribe. It's very important to me. It helps the podcast grow, and it makes me feel good to kind of hear from you guys to know what you like about this podcast, what it's done for you. So jump on iTunes and subscribe and leave a review. Passion Behind the Art. Be blessed.